This is Adisa. And Nifi. And this is Parenting God's Way. We're not experts. We're just sharing our journey. And if you learn something from this podcast, please share it with a friend. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? How's everybody doing? We're just chilling here, and we just decided that we'd hop on and talk about our bird story. Yeah. Well, not our bird story, but our (laughs) kid's bird story. Our kid's bird story, our first one, our first one. At least our first one, right? Like, that's like three podcasts right there. Yeah. So, Jubilee, that was an interesting story. You want to talk about it? Uh... (laughs) where do you start uh, yeah i'm laughing because where do you start right so um jubilee that's the name of our first um a background is we got pregnant on our honeymoon i think it's important to mention that because we weren't um married for such a long time to deal with what was about to you know happen to us no we got married and we had a child right away right away you know we didn't even get to settle into the married life we got married we became parents so it was quite challenging to navigate through marriage and parenting right away yeah right like marriages work right so is parenting yeah um so so um yeah when i got pregnant i had like morning sickness and in the first trimester and then it was done um, I decided to go, we decided to go with midwives. Um, it was just recommended to us. And the midwife um, was quite easygoing at first. And then they were doing like, you know, you need to get this test and that test. And uh, they had asked for me to get the glucose test, the blood test. And at that time, um, we were living in a small basement and you know, we had only one car and he would go off to work. So uh, we had to kind of coordinate together uh, to go to these tests. Yep. Right. So anyway, we get to this test and she gets the results back and she's like, oh, your blood sugar is a high normal. To me, I was I was OK with that. You were OK with that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, normal is normal. High normal or low normal. Normal is normal. Normal is normal. So Not she- to them. Not to them, yeah, because everything kind of like um, hinged on this one little thing. Well, it's not a little thing. Your glucose thing it could be a big thing, but it could be a big thing. But it wasn't a big. thing. It wasn't a big thing. If you say high and normal, it's like, like I don't like these gray areas. It's like it's either black and white. Is it good or is it bad? Like, is this bad? No. Okay, so we don't need to do anything else. Oh, but it's high. Is it is it high or is it normal? Like. High, it was a high normal. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Like, you, they, they just call it what it is. It's either high, normal, or low. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't really like the sugary test, and I didn't like the fact that, you know, I. Uh, it was an inconvenience to us because he had to get out of work just to drive me, because again we had only one car, and I didn't want to get pricked. So I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna pass on this because I mean it's a high normal. It should be fine, and. You'd think that they let it go. They did not. So they said, okay, like sign this because you're going against our recommendation of a second test. I said, okay, I'll sign it. And you'd think they let it go, but nope, they did not. Um, and then it just became this big 
thing. It just blew out of proportion. And our midwife was like, um, just really um, after us, very fear mongering, like, you very know, very fear mongering. Like, um, she's like, you need to go and get a second opinion from the OB. Um, this is a chief OB at the hospital, right? We were at the, we were with midwives. So I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And the OB was basically like, just, just looking at you, you're carrying a 10 pounder. And it was just a, such an off statement. Like, it's not something doctors should be saying, like, do the test. Don't just say, I'm looking at you and you look like you're carrying a 10 pounder. She came out, you know, seven pounds. Yep. Seven pounds. Right. And uh, so after she said, like, you're carrying a 10 pounder. Yeah. After she said that, you know, you're, you're carrying it, just looking at you, you're carrying a 10 pounder. I mean, look at the size of your husband. You're like, what? Six, two, six, three. And I'm like five, one. So, um, they were just kind of, you know, just speculating, not even facts. And we didn't really know what to take it as. And then finally, um, the student nurse was just like, you know, just uh, do what they're saying. And I was like, fine, do all the tests that you need to do and just, you know, just get off our case. Yeah. Um, you know, and everything came out normal. But the midwife started to say like, oh, we might have to take her to um, this uh children's hospital she might come out with shoulder dystoria she might be we might have to take her to sick kids and just peeking over our kid with such like negative 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 all negative i i i stopped her in her tracks i said stop you need to leave right now remember yeah do you remember i said you need to leave right now i did not want to hear it she was very negative very negative and then she's speaking that over our child Mm -hmm. you know and that's something that is very important. Like, don't let anybody speak over your child. You know, even even the ultrasound technician who was like, "Oh, she's a stubborn one. She won't she won't do what you want." Oh, she does. You know, no, she's just a she's just a little baby. Like just you got fetus. just a fetus. Like, you know, <laughs> like call what it is. It's a fetus in my stomach. Doesn't know what's going on right now. Seriously, you you really have to be um you really have to be their advocate and don't be afraid because that's your child, you know, and they don't have anybody speaking for them except you. Yeah. No one else speaking for them except for you. Yeah. So, um, then, then they did like, you know, a couple more tests and then, you know, the midwife was like, the baby's not breathing. We got to take her out. We got to induce, we got to this, we got to that. She could be too big because look at the size of your husband and look at the size of you. Your pelvis is too small. And you know what guys, like at the end of the day, we didn't know any better. Um, some of that, some of the, that fear tactic did, did work on me. I was like, what? The baby's not breathing. Yeah. Well, it did work because it's like, you're just like, you're trusting that the person that's in front of you, the medical professional in front of you is saying something that's going to help you and not hurt you. Yeah. Right. You're putting trust in them. And this is where the issue is because a lot of us put trust in these medical professionals. And meanwhile, they have their own personal agendas and their own personal things and that they personally believe and personally are thinking about. And it's like, this is not aligning. So when you're choosing your medical professional, make sure they're aligned with what you believe and what you are understanding. If they're not in tune or they don't want to do what you're doing, then it's time for you to pick another medical professional. 
Yeah, definitely. Please find the professional that's going to like align with you and your beliefs. Um, so yeah, also we find out later that the baby has moments that they're awake in your womb, in your uterus and is breathing and moments that the baby is sleeping okay. and not breathing. And that's perfectly fine perfectly normal they're perfectly normal they they you know practice breathing and then they just rest and i i wish i knew this i didn't so when she said the baby's not breathing um when they did the ultrasound we freaked out and we're like all right we gotta take the baby out so they induced and it was a failed failed induction failed induction but they make it seem like it's they make it seem like it's your fault because like oh well you didn't progress and it's like, well, no, your induction didn't work. And it's it's like, I would have progressed naturally. Like, for hundreds and thousands of years, babies were coming out naturally. And we find these procedures of medicine, and it's like, oh, well, this should work, and this should work. If you look at the research with inductions, most inductions end in C-sections. Yeah. And... So, yeah, it was a failed induction. So they literally induced me four times. Yeah. Right. And uh, even after um, breaking the water, the water wasn't broken fully. The water doesn't break in fully. The doctor didn't actually check in on everything. You know, and the, the midwives at that time, you know, I guess, I don't know. It was some sort of attack because she didn't even show up at the hospital. I didn't have any care. The doctors, I was seeing the doctors every a new doctor every couple hours, whoever was on call, yeah. I ended up seeing like six doctors. Yeah, and they're like, where's your midwife? Where's, where's your, your midwife? midwife? Where's, your, where's midwife? your midwife? Apparently they have a policy that they don't come until you're four centimeters, but I was three and a half, three and a half centimeters dilated. And, you know, I was doing everything. I was walking around. Mm-hmm. Um, Funny thing is you got the four centimeters the day that they did the C-section. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh, so, oh you're, spoiler you're, alert, it ends in a C-section, right? Spoiler alert, you're feeling sick now, so now <laughs> we got to put a C-section. It's like 36 hours later of this. Yeah, and 36 it's like you could have hours. All that. Like, hey, wait, 38 hours. 38 hours. You could have avoided all that if you just waited. Like yeah. at the, And at the end of the day, they just, as parents, as adults, as people, you can consent and you can say no. You can say, no, I would rather yeah. wait. Because at the end of the day, the final, the final say is always going to be youth. Yep. And uh, I mean, even in the hospital, like, you know, we had nurses who came in to check every couple, you know, whatever hours or whatever. And they'd be like, well, what work have you done? (laughs) You know, oh, still three and a half. Oh, still three and a half. Oh, still three and a half centimeters. Always negative. And then after a while, it's kind of wore me down. I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm doing all this because the induction, the what's it called? Oxy oxytocin oxytocin makes the contractions like literally I'm having back to back contractions. And this lady tells me so kind, right? Yeah. <laughs> what work have you done? And at that point, like, you know, you're, I'm still keeping my faith. I'm still praying. I'm still, you know, and I, at one point I passed out because I was just so tired mm-hmm. and they came and they gave an epidural and the epidural was in the wrong spot yeah and the doc even the doc even that doctor was like no wasn't in the wrong spot it's like well i'm not feeling anything well wasn't in the wrong spot it wasn't this wasn't me it's you no i'm feeling everything no you're not feeling anything in terms of the uh epidural oh okay you're not you're not you're feeling (laughs) everything i'm feeling everything yeah and it's it's like it's it's not me it's you it's like and he he didn't want to take ownership he didn't want to take ownership he put it in the wrong spot no 
didn't do that. That's not me. Yeah. And it's, it was just such a bad experience. Such a bad experience. And then he, he gave me another epidural. Guys, I had two epidurals that was in the wrong spot and I had some back issues. And I just want to say, like, I feel so much better. Praise God. I'm mm-hmm. healed of that. But it was it was not fun. Um, and a lot of this was and then eventually, um, a, you know, after a whole night of this, a doctor, thank God. She came and she was just like, honey, let's just, let's just get this baby out, mm-hmm. you know? And she was just like an angel. She was so kind. She was just like, I don't even know where your midwives are, but let's get this baby mm-hmm. out. Anyway, the baby comes out. She's perfect. And the first thing that they say about her is she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Perfect baby. Not a 10 pounder, seven pounder, seven pounds, eight ounces. Yeah. So what did we learn from all of this? Don't trust your doctor. <laughs> no, they're, they, they, they have. No, but like we were talking about like the spiritual side of it, right? Yeah, the spiritual side of it. That there is, your baby is under attack the moment that you have your baby. The moment that you are con- conceived, your baby has begun to be attacked. Because your baby, especially if, especially if you are a God-loving Christian who is just realistically building your faith and really like saying, you know what, I'm going to, my, this is like my lineage changes from me. That means every baby you have is going to be under attack because your lineage changes from you. You're a force to be reckoned with. So is your baby. So is your children's children. So is your children's children's children. But that that's not to put fear. No, it's not to put fear. Like that. But it's that's just, just that's just make sure that you know that, that that's happening. Yeah, you're a force to be reckoned with, and that that's a place where you have to speak up, be brave. Yeah. You know, be bold. Take your authority. Take your authority. And say no. Get your hands up. You need to leave the room and stop talking about my baby like that. Yeah. Because you have every say, you have every right to yeah. do. Yeah. No, everything. I don't want to take that test, and you need to respect that. Yeah. Decision. They, they kind of because at the end of the day, they're they're medical professionals, but they're not. It's not like whatever you say goes. It's actually the way they're supposed to work. Is actually they're supposed to give suggestions, and you can actually say, "Well, no, I disagree with that." And as long as you're in the right mind, you can refuse. Um, you can refuse or say i'll take that medical procedure or no i don't want that medical procedure yeah i think a lot of people think that oh doctors are some some somebody that you can trust well they think you can trust because it's like you trust them because it's like oh they save lives well their 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 thing is do no harm like that's their thing but like when it comes to babies here's the one thing that everyone doesn't pay attention to there and they always say this they, they are saying now C-sections are safer for mama and for baby. But that wasn't the, that like at the end of the day, if you had a C-section, great. If you didn't, great. It's not, it's not about that. But let's be honest here. That wasn't, that wasn't the way the baby was supposed to come out. Yeah. Okay? And like, and, and I'm not, I don't try and be like hurtful or hurt or anything like that. I am a, I am a pragmatic person. So I say things like this, uh, but if the baby was meant to come through the vagina, let's, and that's what it was made for, right? At the end of the day, you're like everything about the chemicals and reactions that happen in your body were made to birth that baby. 
Yeah, because the moment like the baby comes out naturally, that's when your milk comes in. That's where you know your hormones. You're losing weight when you're breastfeeding, and like it, your body just goes into like like the perfect like like flow. Yeah, perfect was, process. Yeah, you were made to make the baby. You know, there's hormonal changes. There's all these things that happen when you naturally have the baby. When you have a C-section. The, those that that process takes a bit longer like yeah. your milk takes longer to come in you know yeah. a lot of people a lot of babies aren't being breastfed because the milk is taking longer to come in because your body didn't go through a natural process the way god designed yeah right True. and like if you had a c-section or choose to have a c-section that's great but um my experience with a c-section it was painful. Yeah, you know, the recovery I, process. The recovery was painful. I remember you going to work and going grocery shopping and her crying. And I had the most hard time picking her up, you know, and I couldn't sneeze. I couldn't laugh without bleeding. And like, it was just, it was just so painful. And the process was longer, you know, mm. so it, and it's not God's design. Mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah right like c-sections are again there's no judgment meant, here yeah they're really well the originally the original me the original like meant for like when babies were turned upside down and like stuff like that yeah like they get like i gotta get the baby out right now or, or like else. there's a breach baby yeah, there's a breach. There's, 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 like, like a lot that. of issues but then when it became more of a convenience thing for doctors that's yeah. when it's that's when it becomes like the they're penciling you in for yeah 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 so I, actually this is a thing that i heard from a doula um for our second one um, who was born in uh, around uh, in December? We had a OB who was like, "Oh, so I'll pencil you in for a C-section," and I was like, "No, no, I don't want a C-section. I want a uh, VBAC. That's what they call a vaginal birth after a C-section." And she's like, "No, I don't recommend that. I'll just pencil you in." And the doula said that a lot of OBs do that around Christmas because they don't want to be on call, so they'll just schedule you in. And it's like convenience much like you're not putting my needs or you're not putting my care, you know, no, you're not putting my care first. You're first at all. You're putting your needs. And this is like, it's, it it is, it is. I want to go on vacation. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's, it comes down to like, there was a way that we lived at one point and it was to help each other. And then it became, well, I got to take this vacation with my family and, uh, and this is the time that we normally take it. So therefore I got to leave. And it's like, well, then leave though. Like, like, but they also want to make the money, and it's like, it's it's a really it's a money thing. thing. It is. It is. <laughs> At the end of the day, anyways, guys, uh, what we learned as um, through this birth story is that get the right person. Yeah, um, the it's right okay. Team. It's okay to switch your doctor in the last minute. It's okay, and you know what? We'll share that second birth story, and uh, we'll share some tips what we did. Um, but definitely advocate for your child. Don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to ask questions because a lot of times we think, oh, the doctor knows everything and we don't ask questions. Yeah, you got to ask questions. Ask questions. And it's okay to say no to testing. Yeah. You don't have to take every testing. Your child doesn't have to be prodded. Oh, that's another thing. When she was born, some nurse came in and was like um we have to do testing i was so out of it because of the c-section i was like sure she poked every single toe every toe 10 toes she poked and squeezed the blood out of that toe and and got that blood on a paper 
I have no clue what that test was for. I have no, absolutely no clue. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All I know is my baby was screaming. Yeah. And I find out for my second, you don't even need to do that. And you have the right to say no. Yeah. Right? So So sometimes doctors or nurses will just bully you into it. Yeah. And just say, oh, yeah, because everyone says yes. But it's not everyone says yes. It's just that. You're out of it. Yeah, they're encouraged. Oh, this is a testing for your baby. It's almost like helping your baby. Yeah. But in no shape or form. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing really like there's a lot of different things that I I I find that they're pushing towards because of science. Sorry. And also like coming at a time when I'm like out of it and on drugs. Like, why wasn't I told? Before. this before yeah why wasn't i aware of why this test that, before that part of the the preparation of everything like okay so when your baby gets born we're gonna do this test yeah and you could say no to this but like a lot of times they don't they don't do that type of stuff yeah and also with the c-section like they just take the baby away to the next room yeah i was like follow the baby don't let her <laughs> and be out of your sight but um yeah and then they did a test um, the glucose test for her yeah because they were so adamant that i had um gestational diabetes which i did not yeah they were so adamant on it and like they they had a prognosis and they were gonna run with it yeah just because of a and high let's, let's normal everything until we figure test. it out yeah it's it's uh it's a really like i said the medical community needs to do better that's all i gotta say and then she had this um thing on her foot that she kicked off yeah she kicked off the thing on her the, foot. She took off okay the, the iv her that they <laughs> were like thing on the foot like they know what we're talking yeah. about there's an iv that they put in so that they can administer drugs she just kicked it all night and just kicked it right off yeah she's a strong one yeah so anyways guys um you know there are great doctors out there you they just are. gotta find them and great midwives great and there are great midwives and we can't wait to share you our second birth story and third birth story because it turns out much better from this one because we learned to ask questions we learned to say speak up more and say no and not be afraid of their fear-mongering stuff you know at the end of the day hold on to your faith yeah you know hold on and your faith is your faith yeah so at the end of the day whatever faith that you have it's yours yeah. So only you can say what you're holding on to. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that, that's it for that's it for the birthing story. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great night. Have a great night. We'll have that second one coming up. Peace. Soon. Peace. Thanks for tuning in and leaving a five star review. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Parenting God's Way just to keep up to date and see what we have going on. Have a great great day. day!